Hello, everybody. Welcome back to today's episode of the Chicago Sports Insider Podcast. Let's start today's episode off talking about the White Sox, who defeated the Oakland Athletics 6-3 in the first game of their three-game series. Top of the first inning, Yasmani Grandal would walk with the bases loaded, scoring Luis Robert, making it a 1-0 Sox lead. Bottom of the first inning, Matt Olson hit a sacrifice fly to right fielder Andrew Vaughn, scoring Josh Harrison, tying the game at 1. Top of the fifth inning, Gavin Sheets would single to score Eloy Jimenez, making it a 2-1. Sox lead. Then Cesar Hernandez would continue the offense as he would score Yasmani Grandal and Gavin Sheets on a single to right field, making it a 4-1 Sox lead. Top of the eighth inning, Brian Goodwin would single, scoring Jose Abreu and Yohan Mancada, making it a 6-1 Sox lead. Bottom of the eighth inning, Elvis Andreas would hit a line drive to center field, scoring Jan Gomes, making it a 6-2 game. And then Starling Marte would single into center field, scoring Elvis Andreas, making it a 6-3 game. But that would not be enough for Oakland to come back. Jimmy Lambert picks up his first win of his of his MLB career, the first win of the season. Uh, he goes five innings, lost three hits, one earned run, two walks, and has two strikeouts on the game. Liam Hendricks picks up the save against his former team. He goes knitting, throws one strikeout. They will take on Oakland tonight on the mound for the Sox will be Dallas Keuchel, who's 8-8 eight eight with a 5.22 ERA. Frankie Mata, Montas on the mound for the A's. He's 11-9 with a 3.68 ERA. It's going to be a tough game for the Sox. Obviously, Dallas Keuchel has been doing very badly this season, so hopefully he's able to turn it around, possibly give the Sox a good start today. Cubs were defeated by the Cincinnati Reds yesterday, 4-3, ending their winning streak. Top of the first inning, Jonathan India hit his 19th homer of the season, making it a 1-0 lead for the for Cincinnati Reds. And Nicholas Castellanos would hit his 27th of the season, hit making it a 2-0 Reds, Reds lead. Bottom of third inning, Wilson Contreras would hit a home run, his 18th of the season, making it a 2-1 game. Then top of the eighth inning, uh, Mike Moustakis would hit a single into right field, scoring Jonathan India, making it a 3-1 Reds lead. Then Kyle Farmer would single to center field, scoring Joey Votto, making it a 4-1 lead. For Cincinnati, bottom of the eighth inning, Rafael Ortega would hit his 10th homer of the season, a solo shot, making it 4-2. And then Ian Happ would hit his 20th homer of the season, making it 4-3. He has been on fire recently. Uh, unfortunately, however, that would not be enough to come back as the Cubs lose. Uh, Samson picks up his second loss of the season. He goes five innings, allows six hits, two earned runs, one walk, two strikeouts, allows two home runs on the game. Tough loss for the Cubs. Obviously, they had that big winning streak going, but hopefully they are able to win the series tonight against the against the uh, the Reds. On the mound for the Cubs is going to be Alec Mills, who is 6-6 six six with a 425 ERA. Vladimir Gutierrez is on the mound for the Reds. He's 4-6 and six with a 417 ERA. Uh, the starting lineup for the Cubs tonight will be batting first, Rafael Ortega, batting second, Frank Schwindel, batting third, Ian Happ, batting fourth, Wilson Contreras, batting fifth, Patrick Wisdom, batting sixth, Jason Hayward, batting seventh, David Bodie, batting eighth, Sergio Alcantara, and batting ninth, Alec Mills. So hopefully the Cubs are able to pick up a win against against the Cincinnati Reds tonight. 
In other Bears news, let's turn to Eddie Goldman, who it was announced today that Goldman was apparently suffering from an injury that is currently undisclosed right now. Obviously, we do have a few more days till the Bears take on the LA Rams in LA for week one, Uh, but definitely a little bit scary there. Obviously, you got some better options at nose tackle. Uh, Kyrus Tonga has done a very good job in the preseason so far of taking up Eddie Goldman's role so far, Uh, but hopefully Goldman will be okay. Hopefully, uh, he'll be ready for week one. Now let's turn to the Blackhawks and look at three players who are definitely poised to break out this season or definitely could uh, have a breakout year. So we're going to go over three players who definitely look like they could be breaking out three younger guys. First player is going to be Alex Nylander. Nylander obviously did not play at all last season uh, with with a uh, long-term injury, missed all of the, all of the uh, season. Uh, definitely looks like he could be somebody who could break out, though. He still has that upside of being a eighth overall pick. Uh, in a you know in a very loaded draft class in 2016 uh, from Buffalo. And I think he could, he could definitely make a big impact for the Hawks this year. Uh, they do have a lot of forward depth, but I think he could be somebody who could play a third-line role, maybe occasionally even uh, play a second-line role with a guy like Dabrinkit. I think he's definitely someone who can who can make a big impact for him. Nylander uh, has some talent. He's put up 26 points in 65 games during his first season in Chicago, but unfortunately, coming off that injury, it's tough to say. But he is somebody who, if I think anybody anyone's going to break out on this team, it's going to be Nylander. He still has that upside. Uh, I think there definitely has to be a point where he is going to break out at some point. Next player is going to be defenseman Wyatt Kalanuck. Now, Kalanuck obviously came out of nowhere last season, uh, put up nine points in 21 games with the Hawks. He was very productive uh, throughout the throughout the season. Um, and he was somebody who didn't just play good offense. He was a good passer. He was also a good uh, defender as well. He blocked a lot of shots. He was able to take up a lot of passing lanes. Uh, he had a very active stick. So uh, he's looking like a huge steal for the Hawks right now. I, uh, last year, he played a big role in the defense towards the end of the season. He became one of their better defensemen along with a guy like Connor Murphy. So I think there's definitely a very good shot he's going to break out this season, get more playing time, um, be given more opportunities on the power play penalty kill. So uh, definitely looking like a steal right now for the Hawks, getting him uh, basically for free from Philadelphia. So um, no, very good move by the Hawks here. Definitely think Kalanuck is going to be somebody who can break out. And then the third player is going to be Kirby Doc. Now Doc has definitely or definitely did not play uh much or didn't play that well when he did return to the Hawks lineup obviously uh he was still dealing with some injury problems he definitely was not fully 100% healthy after the broken wrist that he suffered in the world juniors uh so no this season's going to be his first full season you can hope or you would hope without an injury and when you get to see him, you know, play a full season now, you're definitely going to see a player who is able to uh, able to bounce back from these you no know, injury problems. We saw him play uh, a lot bigger, playing a lot bigger role in the bubble in 2020 with you no know, guy like Jonathan Taze, who even though he was there, wasn't a fully healthy. You're also missing a guy like Andrew Shaw, so you need somebody to take up a bigger role. And Doc was that guy, and he played very well in the bubble. Uh, so seeing him in 100 this season, you're obviously going to hope that he is going to be uh be ready to take on a bigger role with this team i'd see him possibly being a guy who can be a first line center occasionally if uh jonathan taze isn't back by the start of the year he could take over that role so that's going to do it for today's episode of the podcast thank you guys for tuning in i'll see you guys tomorrow